This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, my cat-loving friends, we have a treat for you. She is the country's leading multimedia celebrity pet lifestyle expert and influencer. She is in the know of all the latest trends, the cool things coming out for our cats, and she's already wowed us before we even started the podcast. So we're going to take a brief break to hear a word from our wonderful sponsor, and then we're going to come back and we're going to introduce you to Sandy Robbins. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying. Oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order... Save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall. Here with one of my favoriteest people in the world, my BFF, Rita Reimers. I still like the way you say that. I know. I'm going to do it every time now. Everybody listen. I'm gonna, oh, that's going to get roll my R's at every, okay, until I'm tired of it or she tells me to stop. I'm so, so excited to talk to Sandy because I, Sandy, right? you and I, we kind of been running in similar circles around each other. Like I know yeah. who you are, you knew who I was, but we've never met. So this is awesome. <laughs> and you are in the know about like, all the every cool stuff and like i think we need to have like a weekly zoom with sandy and find out <laughs> I what know. You, but, um, so. i would love that so and you've written books you're a very much sought after speaker i mean you are out there for the cats and the dogs too yes i'm bipetual as they say oh, I, said you, I love that i gotta write that down excuse me <laughs> Lin- linda was too she had a dog until recently she passed. Yeah, she passed okay, last sorry. Month. So, yeah. yeah, we're not going to talk about that because that's sad. We're only talking about happy things. <laughs> happy things. And so what we're going to talk about today with you, Sandy, is you have a lot of awesome technology that benefits our cats. And I'm a technology girl. My old field is information technology. I have a computer science degree. I used to be a computer programmer. So this is just right up my alley. I love this stuff. Yes. Yes. And this stuff, I, I, it's still surprising me what some of this stuff can do. We were sent a, an automatic litter box, Casa Leo, Leo's Lou 2. And I have been like a child in love obsessed. With it. Who thought I'd be obsessed with a litter box? Okay. They're not normally my friends, but this thing is so cool. And it even has UV lights that sterilize it when it's done. The poop doesn't stink. I mean, I got really excited about non stinking Sounds like you're more excited than the cats, actually. (laughs) And it tells us the weight. And I mean, they're not just things that are making our lives easier, but they're things that are really benefiting our cats, right? 
Yeah, well, this is the point. I think uh, technology plays a really important role in our cat's general well-being. And that is a great way to enhance the human-animal bond. It kind of all goes together. So I think technology is really important. But at the same time, it's got to be simple. It's got to be technology that everybody can use, nothing complicated. If downloading an app, it's got to be as simple as press, keep pressing, keep pressing, done. You know exactly. exactly. 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was very excited when I took out that box and it was just a piece and a cover. I mean, like it wasn't assembly required and then you downloaded an app and and health-wise, it sends me a notification every time the cat gets out of the loo. I like the loo. I like Hey, my, spoiler my alert. And, Linda um, had to get her son to download the app. So I just thought I'd start I that I did make there. him do it. Yeah, you know, kids and technology. <laughs> well, that's people, right? <laughs> exactly. But it was just as simple as downloading it. They even provided like QR codes to go directly to it. They tried to make that. it as simple as possible. Because, you know, my 84-year-old father has a cat. But he's not going to, you know he didn't even know how to remove his contacts in his phone. So, and sometimes we FaceTime and he sticks it to his ear and you just look at his ear hair. <laughs> As somebody who is hearing challenged, that's because he can't hear and look at the same time. That's then why. call, don't FaceTime, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway. so, so tell us about some other really cool technology things that you think are helping pet parents and the cats. And the pets. Well, the one item that I think is an absolute game changer is the microchip operated feeder for cats oh, yes. because it only opens on that designated cat's microchip which means if somebody comes in over their shoulders to try and sneak it's going to close on them so you can actually gauge exactly how much that cat is eating and if that cat has a medical issue, you can feed a designated food. If all the food bowls are out there, you have no way of knowing who is eating what. 100%. And it's very complicated. I mean, if you're going to the vet, you're spending the money at the vet, you're buying the very expensive food, but you're not getting the job done because you don't <laughs> eat it. And for me, that is a game changer. Yes. And as behaviorists, I'll tell you, we often suggest those because so many times we get, I've got two cats. This one's a grazer. Take a bite, go away, come back, go away. This one is a vacuum cleaner and inhales their food. So then when this one walks away, the other one goes and finishes off the food. So cat A is not getting enough food. So that's when we say, chip feeder and we say you don't need two you only need one for the grazer so that their food is available the other one's gonna that, you know eat in that situation yeah if you're talking about yeah. medical needs for different food then you might exactly you know you well this is the point you can you can make it suit and work for you you know and, and the other thing is that i like about this particular feeder is you can feed wet and dry and because it closes it stays palatable you know there Ants are not getting in, flies are not getting in, all those things which frankly turn cats off. I mean, my cats have a, if an ant walks into the food bowl, that's it. The meal's over. This exactly. Way. I don't exactly. blame them. I don't want to eat ants. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's good too. We saw, because we, we told you Rita owned a pet sitting company and I yeah. worked with her there. And we would have people say, Oh, I'm really torn. I, I want, I think I really want prefer twice a day visits, but my cat gets 
a raw diet or wet food only. So I'm not leaving stuff out for them to graze on and fluffy needs three meals a day, but I really don't want to pay for three visits. So then we would tell them about the feeder with the freezer pack. And I say, you can put it in there or your sitter can come in in the morning, give breakfast and then set it up to pop for lunch and then come for supper. Yeah. There's now one that you, that you can set for six meals. So you don't have to set well, obviously, no cat's going to get six meals. I mean, unless there's a real grazer and you want to set it to go through the day. Um, but that. you can put treats in between. Yes. I've seen that one. It's like a circle and it rotates. And it's got freezer pads underneath, which means that I you love that. It, it's going to keep it cool. But I still believe, and I think this is so important, that is not a substitute for a pet sitter. Yes. You need somebody to come in and check, but it just gives you another layer of of peace of mind. But I definitely don't believe in leaving kind of technology on its own just in case something goes wrong. That could be a whole show on its own because we've seen so much that if people hadn't scheduled a sitter, you know, their cats wouldn't have made it or their house would have blown up or what have you. So important to have somebody visit at least once a day. Exactly. Oh, we've had floods and fires and I, evacuations in LA where the yeah. center came and said um, they're being evacuated. And okay, what do you do? Where exactly. are we gonna, you know? Yeah, we we try. After that, we made sure everybody had a go plan. But our sitter literally took those cats home that night. And we're like, we're not insured for this, but we're not gonna leave the cat there. So yeah, knock yourself out. We'll we'll hope they're just appreciative, and they were. So I'm sure they were. Well, that brings me to another gadget that I absolutely love called the Tab Cat. Tab cat. Tab cat. I have not heard of this until we we talked about it. It's a little located, fits onto the collar with a battery in there and a battery in this little remote control. And the point is that this remote control talks to the, the cat's collar. So if the cat is under the bed and you cannot see the cat, I don't know about your cats, but my cats have pulled all the bottom of the bed down. They kind of, you know, there's that kind of material in the bottom of the bed. They've pulled all the can't see them. They do that on couches too. Yeah, My house with, too. With this thing, you can locate them. You Even if you can't see them, when it, you're on top of them, on top of the bed, it beeps and turns green so you know that they're underneath. That would have helped us so much during pet sitting. Well, oh, yeah. no Those kidding. scaredy cats that hide. Well, this is the point I th- th- that I really think all this technology is for that very reason. Is you know, They are helpers. Mother's little helper, basically, this kind of stuff. Exactly. Well, and we've had one of my cats is just, he's a little turd. He just, oh, if he's not kept occupied, he gets into trouble. And we couldn't find him one day and we're all searching the house. Finally, that night we heard meowing coming from the chimney. He got, and I still... There was open the flu on the doors. The flu was shot. I don't know how he did it. He's just that good. But <laughs> we were so worried that he'd escape because he is also an escape artist and that somehow he got out. And nobody knew. And so that would have been really nice in that instant because that was a few hours of scrambled panic. <laughs> I have indoor cats, so, but listen, they can get out. And a thing like this has a, has a range of about 400 yards. So heaven forbid your cat does get out. Can you can, you know, start looking on the outside. And we know that when most cats escape, they stay close. Well, they do stay close, but they still hide. And I remember a pet detective telling me that there's no (gasps) reason. We love her. But cats, when they get out, for some reason, run to the right. 
So if you know that and you can set up mm. a path around your home that leads from the right, it happened to me once uh, many years ago, a cat of mine got out. To this day, I don't know how, but we set up our own scent trail around our house and we kept walking it about, this was like two in the morning, and suddenly there was a little meow from under a bush and I just grabbed. But he had run to the right. I didn't know about that to the right, but Linda had a cat get out. Was yeah. We had to talk with Kim Freeman. Yeah. It's and scary. It was, it's scary. So scary. And I really thought he was gone. And he's my FIV positive boy. So I worry about him more than all the other cats. I'm a helicopter mom to him a little bit. And I was destroyed. And then after a while, I was certain that he was deceased. And he was hiding under the front porch, the house behind us. They don't go too far, but I mean, you don't know that at the time. But at something like this, 400 feet, you know, you would have been able to kind of yep. lights up. So it leads you in the right direction. It goes from from red to orange, from orange, and then more light orange, and then green lights, and then more green lights, and then all green lights, and then you know, bingo, cat. Well, we <laughs> have like another tool to recommend. Closer, closer. We're getting warmer. <laughs> Here's another tool to recommend to our clients because we have quite a few people who have escape artist cats. Yeah, I know that is. And the other the other thing that I really like, which is reasonably new, you know, you take a cat to the vet and they if you need to take their temperatures, then they have to be <laughs> subjected Poor to a record. I know, humiliating. There's now a, th- a, a, a th- needless to say, you charge it like everything else these <gasps> days. Love There's it. an app for it like the, everything else these days. But you can keep a record, which you can send to your vet. And the point is it goes under the front door like that. Oh, I love that. So this is this is from, from Mela Pet. And I think that's another game changer because if your cat's off color and you're not sure and it's a big thing to get to the vet, then this will perhaps give you an indication that, yeah, you should make that trip. You should just go. I month. love that. I want one of those. I'm oh, I'm I wrote that down. I'm buying one of those. You better believe it because yeah, it's hard to tell. And all your kitties, you know, if somebody's off color, you know, you 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 you, you can get to tell. There have been times when I've been like, Do you feel warm? I don't know. You're always warm. I don't know, you know. So kitties are always warmer than than ours anyway. That's kind of they run at higher temperatures. Exactly. But- That's why when we hold them, we get so hot sometimes because they're like 102 degrees. I think they are. They're above us. So it's, it's, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Another bit of technology that, you know, is pretty easy to use is, um, you know, DNA has become all the thing. And oh, yeah. I mean, it's very useful because you can now track medical conditions to see if you've got a purebred cat, for example. Is your Persians, you know, subject to hip dysplasia or does it run in the breed? That kind of stuff. We have a Persian in our sanctuary. So for me, there's now an oral kit. So it's a swab. Which is not necessarily easy. I mean, to catch a cat. And swap, I mean, that's that's another story, right? But, but it's not the hardest thing. It's it's better than sticking a rectal thermometer up there, Heine. So you know, it's not that bad. I can handle that. So once you've done that, off you send it, and and you then get a report of of your cat's mouth, which is again an indicator. If all is good, then okay. But, you know, the cats get these falls, F-O-R-L-S, where the tooth starts decaying from the inside out. So it's not like people where you can see the hole. Oh. It's inside. So I didn't know that. 
if it's coming on the nerve, they will have toothache that you will not know about because they hide unless you're touching the mouth and they're growling. And that's an obvious one. But if you've got a DNA kit that says, listen, you know, this is the problem, you can send the results through to your vet and you can take it from there. It's and just this is base paws, right? Base paws, yes. Just another layer of help, frankly, for them, which just improves their general well-being. And that's what it's basically what it's all about. That's really good information because I know when base paws first came out, people were like, okay, I get it. I'm curious as to what my cat is mixed with. Yes. But what point does it, is, why is it worth the money, right? What point does it serve beyond knowing that my cat's got a little bit of this and a little bit of that in them? But that makes sense. Oh, you know, and I think when they first came out, it was the matter of, oh, my cat's a a between a, a Russian and a Norwegian forest cat. Isn't she cute? And that was kind of the where, where they were. But they've gone way beyond that now. The technology is really very, very advanced. <clears throat> and they keep updating the profile. So. As it moves along, you're getting a, a clearer and better picture of your cat. So I think it's something perhaps worth worth investing in. The oral care for sure, you know, because so many cats don't get the the dental care that they yes. deserve. It's an issue, you know. It's, it really is. It is an issue. Panel, as you were just discussing earlier before on the show, you've got to do that. And then there's the whole cleaning that's got to be done. And I don't believe in this gentle cleaning without anesthetic. I don't think you can do that on a cat. I think you're looking for trouble. I don't think you can do it efficiently. And the cat is more going to be spooked beyond words. Oh, you know, yeah. One of the our sanctuary cats is now worth it. Zakura came in the Persian with, with some horrible dental issues. And he, what he eats, he won't eat soft food, which he should. But he, like, throws the food back in his throat when he, he picks up the... But he's scheduled on the 11th for oral surgery. So hopefully after that, he'll be able to eat normally. Yeah. Poor yeah. guy. He hadn't been to the vet in years, the surrenderer told us. Probably he could have a gingivitis or something else going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's 10. So yeah, What people don't understand is that when the mouth is dirty and full of bacteria, it goes into the system. And next minute, you've got a kidney issue or some other kind of issue. And so it's really a good place to start is to, to start with a dental thing. And talking about kidney issues, you know, it's so important for cats to drink. You know, there are, are water bowls that monitor how much they are they're intaking, which is just cool. That's awesome. And bowls that are self-cleaning, because that's the other thing. You don't want bacteria in the bowl. The bio slime. Bio slime. Yes, that's more dangerous than dehydration. That stuff will kill them. So let's take yeah. a quick break for our sponsor, and I want to come back and talk more about these bowls and how they eliminate the bio slime. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink. And now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat? Easy peasy. A small mountain lion? No problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, 
Save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> We're back on 19 Cats and Counting with my BFF and co-host Linda Hall and the possum Sandy Robbins. We're learning so much about technology. I'm a techno girl, as people know. I love technology and gadgets. And these things, not only are they cool, but they're extremely useful for keeping your yeah, up with your cat's health. We're just about to talk about pet bowls. How pet bowls clean themselves? I'm interested to That's know. That's what I wanted this. to know. Yes. You know, one of my favorite companies these days, without question, is Catit because oh. they have many enrichment toys. And now they've gone into the food bowl and the and the drinking bowl business, so to speak. And they've got a water bowl that when you fill it up, it's got a cat face on the front and the nose is blue, which means it's full and you know, you know, plenty of water. And the top part is very flat, which means they can drink nicely and the whiskers don't get away. And as the water level drops, it changes color, the nose, to red, which is an indicator that you need to fill it up. But uh-huh. needless to say, everything else, it works on an app, and there is a feature on that for self-cleaning. So you just press self-cleaning and the bowl will just clean itself. And you just keep topping up. Of course, obviously, from time to time, you need to dismantle do a, a good clean. But instead of doing it every two or three weeks, which I think people get lazy, and the weeks fly by, and you realize that you haven't done it for six weeks. So this is just a great way of keeping tabs on your cat's water bowl. And the other thing is, I mean, you've probably got this because you've all got so many cats. I, You can never have too many water bowls around. It's true. All over the house. I think I've got eight or 10 of them all over the house. Yes, sure, by the food bowl, but that doesn't mean to say it's got to be the only, the only. Right. I have a fountain in my bedroom, a fountain in the kitchen. I have the, um, the ones that install on the wall catio bowls with water in the, the dining floating room. water bowl. Yes. And then I've got oh, a couple really? upstairs oh, too. So they're adorable and they're up off the floor. So the cat doesn't have to, you know, bend down. So very cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I also like things that are, are slightly raised. I think cats, you know, yes, they, they, they do sit down low when they eat, but I think when they get that opportunity to eat at a different height, I think it, especially as they get older, I think that's, that's kind of important for them. You know, they get the same um, issues as we have. Sure. You know, bones and and remedial stuff that needs attention all the time. So well, it closes off. If your head's down like this, it's hard to swallow, right? It kind of closes it off. So I have some cats that like to lay on the floor and scoop the food onto the floor with their paw and then eat it. They're weird. They're so lazy. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I guess there's an activity mat for that. You know, you see, and they're ready for dogs, but, you know, I guess you could use one for a cat too. You get those activity oh, sure. mats and turn it into a little treasure hunt. And they can exactly. For the meal. Cat tit makes a kind of a food bowl-ish, but it's got little cups in it. And so you can put a little food and they have to stop and yes, dig like it out. It really, yes. yes. We love cat. I have so many yeah. things from cat. I do too. They have awesome stuff. They really do. And they just brought out um, a vacuum-sealed container for kibble. 
so that you know it it stays really fresh and dry, which is really important. That is, they yeah. have an automatic kibble dispenser as well in their Pixie range, and Pixie's a kitty that they've named all this after. She's a beautiful little calico, and it's, everything has been named after Pixie. And the the Pixie automated feeders has got special um, charcoal filters in there to make sure that no moisture gets into the into the food thing that you are dispensing, so that you make fresh. Because I, you know, sometimes people say that their pets are fussy and they won't eat, but perhaps it's because the food's not palatable anymore. I wouldn't eat something that's been sitting out that long. Yeah, I always hated when I'd go to a pet sit and I'd see the the bag of dry food and it's sitting there open, just it's getting stale. Off of it. uh-huh. it's tough to educate. That's why if these gadgets exist. And they fulfill a function like that. And they're easy to use. a good way of telling people about it. And then they have that aha moment. Oh, yeah, I've been leaving the bag standing out and it's open. Perhaps I should get his food in a in a vacuum pack or something. Well, would you want to? I always, you know, try to put yourself in your cat's paws, right? Would you eat that? In your or, cat's you know, paws. Yes. And and one of, um, one of our friends, DQ, who, um, go cat, go. He's a behaviorist. He did a social media post the other day and he said, I want to issue the cat water bowl drinking challenge. Oh, Would you drink that. from your cat's water bowl? And I was like, I don't know. That's a really Would good I? question. Would I? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good point, isn't it? You know, yes. I'm really fastidious. I buy bottled water for my cats or now I have a new refrigerator. So we're all benefiting from the filters and then in my new refrigerator and they get that water. Oh yeah, the water in the door. I have that. Love but it. Prior to that, I, I was, you know, I was buying bottled water. It's just better for their kidneys, you know. It's 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 so important that you know, the drinking fresh water and you're giving them as few things in the water as possible so that it's 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 you know it's purified. Yeah. Yeah, Cats are prone to enough kidney issues they don't need more help with yucky water. Exactly. So if you can if you if the bowl is you know and in fact there's that that other bowl the felacqua I think that's how you pronounce it which has got a reservoir and again a nice flat drinking a portion attaches to an app and you can monitor how much your cat is actually taking in. And if a cat has a kidney issue, that's kind of important information. Oh, you, you yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, I really believe that today all this technology is your cat's best friend. Oh, yeah. And See, well, this is awesome. I like, didn't know some of this existed. I didn't either. Yeah. We know things like UTIs. By the time you find out about it, you better run because... It's close to being too late. So all of these things that monitor like that, I was so excited when Pretty Litter first came out. Of course, when you have 11 cats, you really don't know who did that blue spot. But, you know, at least, you know, somebody's up. But Yeah, yeah. Well, now there's another litter out called Alert. Um, in fact, I wrote it down here. It's got, it's one, two, three, four different color changes. Yellow to olive green is kind of normal. That's like the baseline. Mm-hmm. Deep yellow or orange is associated with metabolic acidosis or kidney disease. So that's one to watch when it's yellow. Blue to dark green, that could be a urinary tract infection, what we've just been talking about. And then, of right. course, if red, that means there's blood in the urine and that. That's important to know. Now you can get rainbow litter, so to speak. I love um, it. It's Purina's latest, the, the Tidy Cat's latest one. I saw it at Super Zoo about a month ago. 
Ah. Super Zoo. See, we missing everybody. Everybody we love was at Super Zoo, and we were so FOMO, baby. We were totally (laughs) there missing out. It was so bad. I don't want to get there. I just want to wander around and finally meet all these people that we talk to. Talk to everybody. Yes. The two crazy cat ladies and Isabel Ariana. I mean, like, we're good friends with these people that we've never met. So you you never meet. And it's so nice to meet them face to face. And and, and actually get a, a jump start too on on what's coming out, especially in terms of technology and stuff. You know, I love all this technology. You also mentioned you also mentioned something before we turned on the cameras about having cameras in your home to see what your cats are up to. I think that's important too. You know, there's the basic camera that you can just set up to watch your pet around the house again through an app. But I like the pet cube camera treat dispenser because through the app you can dispense treats for them. You can talk to them. So you can actually call them up to the Oh my gosh. You can then dispense a treat and you can see it all live in real technicolor. And if you are away, I think it's a nice way to stay connected with your pets. Your pet sitter could use that too to to Get your cat to come up and, and say hello to her. Yes. We were at a pet sitting conference quite a few years I ago. I knew you were going to talk about it. And this. we're at this nice hotel, sitting down to a fancy dinner, and Rita is a wreck, okay? And she keeps picking up her phone. I had 20 cats at the time. Picking up her phone. And leaving them is tough. Finally, she says... Barb should have been there by now. And then once she got that alert and the pictures came through, she was like, and then we relaxed and had a wonderful (laughs) night, but it did not begin until Barb sent photos. (laughs) So it would have been so nice if she'd have had one of those to check because she was really a party pooper until. I'm like that too. You know, you just want to know that they're fine. Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I, I get people say that you've got to be careful of cameras in your home, that people can hack into them and see what's going. I think you've just got to be practical and, and use them when you're going out and switch them off when you're at home. You know, just put in that extra leg. <laughs> I have to say, I have an um, Alexa device in my bathroom. I have them all over the place, right? So I can play music while I'm getting ready. I face it to the wall because I'm in there showering and stuff. And I've heard so many horror stories that people You're can hack in. Somebody's going to catch a look. Yeah. But I want to play my music. So I just face it to the wall. <laughs> I just said, if anybody's that bored that they really want to watch me, knock yourself out. I'm not that exciting. But it's just creepy. I think that's just. It is creepy. <laughs> no, it is. I would be very upset if I thought someone was watching me. But what a cool, especially with pet sitters. Yes. There were so it was literally my job to talk down the nervous parents and get them off the ledge and get them to trust us. And I remember one guy, I said, I get it. I felt the same way about my human kids when they were little. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, I got human kids and I got cats and I worry much more about my cats because they cannot dial 911. They cannot open the door and leave and they can't tell me what happened while I was gone. That's so true. Uh, we always welcomed thing. when they had cameras in their home. Some of our sitters were upset at first, and I'm like, look at it this way. They know it covers your butt, too. They know you were there. They can see you were there. And if you're not doing anything wrong, there's nothing to worry about. They can't accuse you of anything. The big point is, I think, that if you do have a pet sitter coming in, is to say to them, listen, I've got cameras. You oh, know, definitely. There's a camera there. You know, so they're aware of it. So that you, it's not as if you're trying to check on them. Exactly. Exactly. You're just getting the job done. 
And if they were checking on the sitter, I wouldn't blame people. It's their house and their cat. I know one of the sitters one day called me and said, this just creeped me out. She said, I couldn't find the food. And I'm looking at this cupboard. And I'm looking at that cupboard. And I'm looking at this cupboard. And finally, I get a text. And it's the client who's like in the Bahamas says, second door to the right or something. And she's like, that can that be a little creepy. Annoying. But it's like, so? look, you're in their home with their cat. I, I give them total kudos to do that, right? You're protecting your precious asset. I'm going to worry about my cats over your feelings. If you That's can't right. handle that, I'll find somebody else. That's all right. Let's be honest. That pet parent should have left a list or left on the counter or something to make it easy for somebody. For coming. sure. Numerous homes in, in a day. If you're busy, you can't remember where Bob and Mary have left the food. Exactly. Yeah, home. I've got, especially like Christmas. Our, <laughs> our poor sitters in LA at Christmas, those poor darlings. I know, they're like, going into 20 different houses and they're supposed to remember where the food is. So, yeah, house. his is there and hers is there and that's there and that's there. So, you know, we had an app and try to get all the information. But yeah, sometimes things weren't where people said they should be, but. Exactly. So a camera, again, can be a very, very useful tool. Definitely. Check on them, even when the sitter's not there. Although, admittedly, you know, you've got only a certain range, X number of degrees that you can see. And, you know, your luck, the cat will be in the other room. You know? Of course. <laughs> of and course. he will be because you want him to be in a certain place. He won't. Be. That's how cats are. But if you've got the, the, the gadget that dispenses treats and you can talk to them. Yes. You know, cats are smart. They know. I had a, a friend who uh, used to give her cats treats every evening at 10 o'clock and they were kept in a drawer. And every evening, just before 10, they would line up outside yeah. that door. They knew that she was going to come experience. Exactly. So do the same thing. You know? So you'll get a picture of them. They'll show up. In front exactly. of your camera waiting. I'll tell you, we had a client that had that cube and her mother is the quintessential cat grandma, really loves her grandcat. Okay. So while the human was at work, her mother had downloaded the app and would check on the cat and toss him treats. Grandma <laughs> spoiling from a distance. I like it. They had to do that for, for grandkids too. <laughs> Well, I'm going to check out some of these gadgets for sure. Yes. And uh, when we post this, we'll include some of the links to some of these things yeah. we've talked about because there's a few of them that I want to get now. Oh, I have a list. Yeah. See my pen? <laughs> Actually, I'm like, I'm just not putting the pen down. As long as the Andy's I've been talking, typing it I'm holding in. on to it. <laughs> They're not cheap, but I think it's it's really worth it. I, the the first feeder we mentioned, the, the microchip feeder, I think they're about 120 something dollars. No. But again, if you're feeding the right food to a designated cat, you're getting that job done. If you've you know, got kidney disease and you're serving that kind of food. And then, of course, the stealing business. It's just huge. So it really <gasps> yes. is, I think it, it's, you know, it's worth it under those those kind of conditions. I too. think so. Yeah. It's I know we're trying to separate them. I know we have to wrap, but um, talk about the cats that pulled one over. On I was thinking feeder. about that. Okay, Sandy, you're going to like this one. Meep and moop. We found some cats that um, learned how to get around the chip feeder. So the ladies got two cats, Meep and Moop, which was confusing talking moop about, but that's another obsessed. story. Meep is food obsessed. Gamble moop follows food, food and then goes eat. Oh, Moop was, and then goes and eats Meep's food. Meep's a grazer. Take a little walk away, come back, and it's gone because Moop. <laughs> so she got a chip feeder. So it worked for a minute. And then Moop started following Meep, whining and complaining until, don't tell me cats aren't smart. 
until Meep walked over to the feeder and went and just stood there to let the other cat eat their food. Yeah. So the chip would open. Yeah. And and of we course, died. Meep would have to stand there while Moop ate. Otherwise, you know, it would close. And she them. would just sit That's there. Ridiculous. Let me get my head out of the way for you. <laughs> so you'll shut up. Like it just literally nagged her into Too it. Too smart. I laugh so hard. You think you've seen it all? We're working in the behaviors. We keep finding that one cat. And I've never heard of anybody else circumventing that. That's, but that's an amazing story. That really <laughs> just kills out any technology. I mean, how how do you fight that? I know. Uh, I hopefully, know. that was a one off. I hope no other cats know. Actually, we've never that. heard of anyone else doing it. But yeah, that was. We won't be forgetting <laughs> that story soon because we were just dying. I must tell you something that 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 feeder. If you contact them and tell them that you've got this problem they can operate from their end of the world back in the uk somewhere they can put in an intruder mode so that when that other cat comes in even if the one cat's holding it open the mere fact that there is an intruder it will close <gasps> wow that's amazing that's good to know write that down you need to now. know that because otherwise you'll just think oh well you know the cat's holding it open. yes we read the information they sent ahead of time and we both said they need a chip feeder and then we get in on the call and she's like i have a chip feeder but they circumvented it <laughs> and we were like i got nothing like i don't even cats know what to tell you right now everything they do is based on their instinct to survive and that proves it yeah, they've got us right there, haven't they? Yeah, they do. They rule uh, the world. I hate that we have to bring this to an end, but Sandy, I hope you'll come back again and share more technology and more other Please. things. I know you, you have your hand in many facets of the pet industry, and I we love would love to have you share. Yeah, this has been fun. I've really enjoyed. So thank we you. We too. Thank you for coming. Thank you. To it's get a hold pleasure. of you, sandyrobbinsonline.com, correct? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's that's my website. There is a link from there that gets right into my email inbox. So, yes, and I do respond to emails. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and, you're, and you're blogging. Check out Sandy's books. I have the Cat Bible on my Kindle. I have to review it. I haven't uh, read it in a while. I have the hard copy too downstairs, but uh, I like to do some reading. I'd yeah, like to see what other people are saying because oh, no one person knows everything about cat behavior. Well, and everybody has had an experience that we haven't. It's a work in progress. It really is. So We're always learning. You publish it and then there's new stuff and you think, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So we're constantly sometimes when someone writes in and wants to do a follow-up we look and it's like oh it's been blah blah amount of time were we talking about this then did we know about this when we talked to them like can we you know because yeah it, it's ever evolving as we learn which is and, a good thing you know it definitely is yeah yeah never stop oh jiminy christmas oh times. look at that that's galway all right about that right <laughs> he's come for the final curtain call on the show He's been very needy these past He's few been days. Very clingy. It kind of I feel Aww. like I got a baby again. That's like ma, ma, ma. like that is awesome. I love clingy cats. <laughs> it depends on the moment. Yeah, last night I loved it. I was chilling watching TV. I was like, lay here, please. I love you. There are moments that it's a little more difficult than others, but <laughs> no, this is good. On that is note, thank you so much, Sandy, for coming on. I look forward to future shows with you. Thank you. And of course, I always thank Linda Hall, my BFF, my ride or die. I don't know what I'd do without you. Back so at you, baby. Here. Back at you. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, ladies. 
And thanks, Mark Winter, for giving us the spot on Pet Life Radio. We so appreciate it. Don't forget, everyone, every day is Scatter Day. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.